Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I'm your host, and today we're talking about personal image, not personal image enhancements like I covered back in episode 67. Go check that out. It's all about hair, makeup, styling, all the things. This is personal image as it relates to your brand, your personal brand. What do you represent in your career, your company, for your coworkers and your audience? We're going to dial that in. Are you ready? Let's get started. I serve female entrepreneurs, professional women, and online business owners at the intersection of health and beauty. That is what I love to do. I help them do things on the outside that make them feel beautiful and confident, and then I teach them things to help the inside so that they eventually glow from the inside out and they look radiant when they're on camera. And if you would love the ultimate guide, a simple one-page checklist, but the ultimate guide of all of the things you should do before you have a photo shoot or you're getting ready to record video or you have to go on video to promote yourself or your business, I linked that guide in the show notes. So be sure to go there and grab it now. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a career woman or an entrepreneur, how you put yourself together and present yourself to the world matters. I have said this so many times on this show, and if you've heard any of my episodes, you know that I drill first impressions because we only get three to five seconds to make a first impression with a brand new audience. People that already like, know, and trust us, they love us for who we are. You know, we can be a bump on a log if we want to be. They already know that we know how to dress it up and present ourselves to the world in a nice professional way. People that don't know us are making a split decision and you do the same thing when you look at someone, you make a split decision in three to five seconds. You decide whether they're wealthy, how educated they are, whether you you decide their sexual preference by looking. We all do it, right? Wrong, indifferent, it is human nature, we all do it. So personal image is a big deal, and if you want help enhancing your personal image, go back and listen to episode 67. Today I want to talk about how our personal image impacts our career, our business, our company. Why is it important? What is personal image? Okay, let me just start with, I have a frog in my throat because I scorched it with apple cider vinegar today. (laughs) Scorched it. I thought, you know, I hate the taste of this stuff. This is a side note. I do use apple cider vinegar, but I hate the flavor of it. I just didn't want to drink a glass of water with it. I took a teaspoon of it and I threw it in my mouth and it hit the back of my throat and I saw flames, smoke came out of my ears and fire was in both eyeballs. And so I'm a little scratchy. So if my voice sounds weird today, there you go. You know why. Got that out of the way. Okay, so let's define personal image. What is it? Personal image is the perception of you in the eyes of the general public. It's the story that's told about you when you're not in the room. What do they say? What adjectives do they use? Do they even know your story? Or are they making it up based on what they see? That's your personal image. It is what you're projecting out to the world. And if you are a woman in business or you own a company, oh my gosh, this matters. I work with some people that, uh, especially a very younger generation, like Gen Z, Gen Y, they're a little bit less inclined, at least in the Seattle area, to be worried about it. And I think to myself, well, 
For other Gen Z and Gen Y audience, if that's your audience, maybe it's not important. But if you're building an audience that's going to reach all ages, your personal image does matter. Also, if other companies want to use you maybe as a brand affiliate, they're watching you. They, if you want an opportunity to be picked up and seen and maybe expand your company that way, they are watching you. So yes, your personal image matters. I will say it over and over again. So what are people saying about you? What is the story they're saying about you? What is the story about you that identifies you as it relates to what you do for a living? Now, if you're a a stay-at-home mom right now, probably at some point in your life, you had a career, you laid it down, or you plan on getting back out there, or you're working on a side hustle right now, this still applies. It also applies just in general because you eventually may need to rely on your reputation. So personal image shapes your reputation. So it applies to all of us. All right. So adjectives, what do you want people to to say? What do you want them to use for words when they describe you? It doesn't have to be high fashion. It doesn't have to be glam girl. It doesn't have to be, you know, editorial magazine girl. You know, a lot of people think in their mind when they think about what I do with image consulting and all of that, they think in their mind it it needs to be this polished, beautiful, airbrushed image. No, it needs to be authentic to you. Are you a casual, approachable, kind person who's been through hell and back and now you're using your story to help people? right? You're probably not wearing five-inch heels dressed in Armani suits and carrying a Louis Vuitton tote, right? You know, that doesn't have to be the image. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. So I want you to get that presupposition out of your mind that your image means that you have to go dump a whole lot of money into how you put yourself together. That's not it. This is the perception your fresh audience, new eyeballs are making about you when they see you. And then the story behind it is the story that you're telling with your words to your audience so that they can repeat the story because people love stories. They love a good one. So what's the difference between, let me get this out of the way, your personal image or brand Let's just call this your personal brand because that's what it is, your personal brand and your business. If you're a female content creator, social media influencer, you already know your personal, your face is all over the place, right? You're building your personal brand. Let's say you work the front desk at a doctor's office. What do you represent? You represent the quality of your work and you represent that office, How are you doing with that? What is the first impression people walking in the door are getting of you and getting of the office? Because you are frontline. It matters. If you want to get your boss to give you a raise, do a smashing job at first impressions. Take care of people with incredible customer service. Smile and greet them and be professional. That job is something where your personal brand matters. That not only matters in that job, let's say you think front desk isn't important. By the way, I've owned seven, six chiropractic offices. I can't remember. But that job is almost more important than the image of the physician. 
You're the front line. You're the first person that person sees when they walk in. I don't care if it's a dentist's office, a surgeon's office, a chiropractor's office, a dermatology office. Front desk matters. And oh, that is my pet peeve when there is no smile, no eye contact, no warm greeting, because most people are nervous when they walk in those places. They need you to step up. So if that's your job, okay, girl, time to step it up. Dial in. Dial in the customer service, dial in the personal appearance, make people feel welcome. That's part of your personal image. That's your personal brand. And by the way, if you do an amazing job at that, you'll probably get a raise someday because you are helping that physician. Gosh, I'm on a tangent already. You're helping that physician have a better practice. A patient is having a better experience. They're going to refer refer their friends to come because of you. Yes, the doctor's getting results back there, but he could be a dirtbag bedside manner. They keep coming because they get results. But you, you make that office. That's personal branding. Okay, that's a sliver of it. Let's say that you are starting, you're like me. You have an online business. You're coaching people online. What is the difference between my personal image, my personal brand, and my business brand? They are separate. Your personal brand, your personal image is you. It's your personality. It's your story. Your business brand, that's your offers. That's the difference. You brand a business and you brand yourself. And there's a reason that we do this separately. And I'm the perfect example. My very first job before I went to college was in the fitness industry. And when I went to college and into grad school for chiropractic, I was doing group fitness classes and personal training. So I was still known as the fitness girl, right? Then I came out of chiropractic college, went into chiropractic, helping women in uh, pregnancy, pediatrics, women's health. Then I'm the chiropractor. Then out of my chiropractic business, beauty was born. I opened a beauty salon. Then I sold my beauty salon in March of 2022. And now here I am in the online space, helping female entrepreneurs and content creators look and feel fabulous on camera. That's my online business. Do you see the difference between personal branding and business branding? My offers and services changed, but who I am didn't. I'm the same. My projected image has not been much different all these years, except when I had a beauty salon, I was done to the nines all the time because I was the face of that business, right? As a chiropractor, I still showed up that way. But, you know, there were days that if I did not feel like wearing heels, I'm a heels girl, I like it, can't help it, I would go in flats, right? Or looked a little bit more casual. In the beauty industry, not so casual. So my image, though, pretty much stayed the same. That brand of who I am allowed me to pivot into different services and offers. Let me give you a better example than me that you might relate to even more. Let's think about Oprah. And in your mind, what's the story you know about Oprah? See, you have a story. She did a fabulous job branding herself. You know her story and who she is, and you're going to think School of Hard Knocks came up in uh, depraved situations, all of this stuff, TV anchor turned TV host, huge influencer, but her businesses, you know, maybe you don't. If you've been on Oprah's website, the girl has done a lot. And because she did such a great job with her personal branding, her audience trusted her and went with her. 
Let me give you a couple examples because I pulled up her website when I was preparing for this episode. It's amazing. She's, she's amazing. Whether you like her or not, she did a great job. So she has, you know, obviously her TV show, this incredible TV show that people could not wait to tune into. And then she went to O Magazine, right? And then after that, she's written books. And then if you look on her website, she also has, you know, all of her Oprah daily tips, something like that. She has an Oprah insiders club. I think people actually pay to listen to her videos and she's a multiple best-selling author times however many books she's put out. She has that success because of her personal brand. I'm not suggesting that you're going to have all those things. I'm not saying you can't. You can do whatever you want to do, but it starts with your personal image. It starts with polishing that up, cleaning it up, putting yourself out there to build the like, know, and trust factor so that when you do decide or if you decide to pivot someday, people will go with you. Or if you don't serve them and what they need from you anymore, they'll refer people to you because they already like, know, and trust you. That's why personal image matters. Your reputation management is part of your personal image. And let's talk about that. How about Ellen? If you follow anything about that during COVID, somebody came out and said she's not the same person on screen as she is behind the scenes. I have no idea if this was a, a true accusation. Uh, they they said that they felt mistreated and it was unfair treatment and favoritism and all this stuff about working behind the scenes on the Ellen TV show. I personally love Ellen. I have no idea if it's true. I don't know if we'll ever know if it's true, but. That hurt her. She lost followers. She lost viewers. It came out during, you know, all of the cancel culture at its height. And reputation management does matter. Making sure you're dialed in to what you're projecting to your audience matches what goes on when you're not in front of your audience is huge. That's integrity. That's key. Because if people say she's the same person on screen, on camera, at work as she is behind the scenes. Like I don't see her in her jammies, but I do see her when she's with her family. I've seen her at events. I've seen her at different places and she is the exact same. That's a big deal. Consistency is key. Your integrity will add to your personal brand, your personal image and your reputation. So now let's strategize you crafting your personal image and your personal brand. They kind of go hand in hand. Let's start with why. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why? I know we hear this all the time. What's your why? But I really want you to think why, because that ties into your story. Why are you serving people in this business that you're in? Why? And it could be, I needed a job. (laughs) I have to put food on the table. Yeah, well, why? What, not just the basics for eating. What, what is it? Go deeper than that. What's your why? Craft a story so that you can begin sharing that story that is part of your personal image. Know that part and begin to think about what that story is going to be and keep that story consistent so that people can get to know you And they can share it and tell it over and over again in a positive light when you're not around. That's what you want. You don't want them talking about you in a negative light. 
because you're trying to expand your business. You're trying to expand your reach. You want to help more people. If your personal image and personal brand is something that has a stain on it in a way that people don't want to deal with you anymore, it's really hard to recover from that, my friend. So yes, you can do it and you can even hire companies. There are people out there that do reputation management, but it costs a small fortune. (laughs) So if you can do it using a podcast and books on branding and personal image and all that stuff yourself, you're going to save yourself a ton of money and you're going to have a lot more fun. So first you want to think about why am I in this, right? So for me, my big why, I, I love to encourage and inspire women. I have from my first job in a gym, I loved the smiles that I got back, realizing that I was helping women step into a better version of themselves. And everything I've done has that common theme in it. That is my thing. I help women step into better versions of themselves. It could be in health. It could be in beauty. It could be in their mindset, anything. That, that's my thing. And my story with that thing is all my different jobs, right? And the people that have been with me for a long time know my story and they share my story, hopefully with adjectives that put me in a positive light. It is on me to make sure that's the truth. It's on me to make sure that my reputation is stellar with others and it's on you for yours. So let's go there for you. What is your story and what are the words that you want people to use when they describe you? That is your personal image that you're putting out to the world. Are you schlepping around, barely dressed? You know, your hair's a mess. You don't smile. You don't make eye contact. That's not a story that you want people to have about you. Do you want people to have a story that you're just always stressed? You're always late. You're, you're always like, do you want that to be the story? Maybe that's your reality. So how do we change that reality? So that's not the story that people repeat about you. I'm, I'm trying to find things to help you brainstorm and think for yourself what you can do to craft your personal image because that brand will follow you wherever you go and it will help your business. Okay, now after story, we need to move into performance and the performance of your story or whatever you're in shows up in your services and your offers. So like when I spoke about the front desk person in a doctor's office or in whatever you are doing, are you getting positive results with the people that you serve? You could be a volunteer mentor. That's still your personal image and your personal brand. Are the people you're mentoring having great results? Is there progress? In your business, are people getting great results because of something you're doing? That's your performance. That's part of your personal image and your personal brand. And the final thing you want to think about in terms of strategizing is how are you getting yourself out there? What's your exposure? Are you using social media? Are you using ads? Are you on the radio? Are you on television? Where are you putting this information out there? so that people can get to know, like, and trust you. That's your responsibility too. Yes, we can rely on word of mouth, but that is also difficult. You know, there's a rule, and this is kind of a not hard and fast rule, but it's true. Someone will tell 10 to 20 people about a bad experience, but they'll only tell one about a good experience. That's true. Think about restaurants. 
Think about bad customer service. Think about an airline or somewhere where someone had a bad experience. They'll blast it on social media. They'll complain about it. But it is so rare to hear someone say, get out there and support this business. This is incredible. You're going to love the customer service from the time you walk in the door all the way through, blah, blah, blah. Yes, you will see it, but you almost always see it from other entrepreneurs and business owners who understand what it takes to own that business. But the general public who's not in a business ownership position or they're not in a leadership position, they really don't know how important the story they tell about someone else's business is. So it's up to you to manage your personal image and personal brand so that they tell a story that's good to the few people they share it with, but don't rely on word of mouth. Okay, let's go to the big question on personal image and brand. What does Google say about you? What does Facebook say about you? Okay, oversharers on Facebook. If you are a woman trying to expand her career, trying to get a raise, trying to start a side hustle or a new business, you got to stop oversharing on social media. You're creating a story. People are making a story about you and they're also unfollowing if you overshare. It might be a place where it's just you dump and you it's like your journal online. But if you're trying to grow a business, make more money, that's hurting your personal image and your personal brand. It's not helping. And you might think you have everything buttoned down in your privacy settings. But what you may not know is that your boss has mutual friends with you. Your boss is not on your social media, but you have mutual friends. And your mutual friend might notice that or your boss might notice that and say, hey, tell me a little bit about so-and-so. Oh my gosh, she just got back from Miami. She was half dressed, drunk, laying on the beach, um, you know, and you know, all of that. Yes, it's your personal time. Yes, it's your personal life. And yes, bosses find out about you, even if your privacy settings are buttoned down, because there are backdoor ways. I've been an employer for 29 years. I can tell you, I've seen it all and I've done it. Actually, in a practice, chiropractic practice that my husband and I owned years ago, I was stepped I stepped away from the hiring process because I had little kids at home and he needed somebody new on the front desk and he hired her. He's like, oh my gosh, her interview was amazing. She's going to be great. She ended up not being so great. And he found that out by the end of the first week. She was not a front desk girl at all. And I have a lot of experience in hiring, so I know exactly what I'm looking for. But he's so busy with with patient care that, you know, he just was, he just wanted somebody with a smile that could answer the phone. He wasn't thinking about all the other skills. I did a little digging and, you know, Facebook stalking. She's a stripper. Her profile picture was topless with a snake around her neck on Facebook. <laughs> so I would have seen that. And yes, I would have made a judgment and said, that's not the ideal person to be in a physician's office front desk job during the day. And of course, she does a stellar interview. She sells herself to make money at night. Not saying sexually, saying she has to sell and make people feel like, oh, I like her and they're throwing their dollar bills at her. Okay, not saying that's a bad profession. I'm saying there's a place and a time for them to have certain jobs during the day. Maybe the physician's office wasn't right for her. And at the end of the first week, she proved it. So she had to go. But what I'm trying to tell you is you need to know that your social media is clean. 
Don't overshare on it. Be careful what your pictures are. People can even tell where you travel if you like to travel. I think you should have a picture of yourself. I don't think it should be a flower, a dog, or a cat. I think your profile picture should be you, especially if you're a professional woman. But what you're posting and sharing matters. And if you have anything about you showing up online that's public, Google's going to see it and pull it up. And that means your coworkers, your boss, and your future clients and existing clients are going to see it as well. So control it. Rein it in. It is time for you to level up your personal image and personal brand. So going back, we're going to talk about our why. You're going to look at your story and what people are saying about you. You're going to look at your performance and are you serving in a capacity that's going to help people tell a better story about you. And you're going to look at your exposure. What can people find out about you online? (laughs) And I want to leave with this thought. I want you to post online and be authentic, but I want you to control what people see. Yes, it's curated. It doesn't have to always be a highlight reel. You can talk about struggles to keep things real, but you want to talk about struggles in a way that doesn't exploit anyone, in a way that doesn't make you show in a bad light, in a way that people can identify and go, yeah, I've been there, girl, me too. But it's not too many details because that's saved offline for your closest friends and family. All of this to help you level up your personal image and personal brand so that you can shine, serve more, earn more income, and overall have a great story and reputation to go with you and leave your legacy. That's all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, I'm only an email away, info at christinebrunelli.com. Did you enjoy this episode? I hope you learned something new. It would be a gift to me if you could go to the stars on Apple Podcasts and hit some stars, five star please, and let me know how you liked it or send me a message. I love hearing from my audience. I'm only an email away, info at christinebrunelli.com. And if you have not subscribed, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released. Until then, have a fierce fit feminine and fabulous day.